Welcome to the GNC Show. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn, along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. Joe, hey. how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm here. Let's start, right? Mm-hmm. Another week down. Yeah, that's true. This How many weeks in a row is this now? I'm not going to say because it'll jinx it. <laughs> well, we're on a ball at the moment. So. Yeah, rolling downhill. We'll keep it going. Um, How you been? Yeah, pretty good. No complaints? No. Weather? Hot? Staying no. in decks? <laughs> anything like that? <laughs> Nothing that really matters, I guess. <laughs> Got it done, didn't you? <laughs> Nothing I can't uh, effectively change now. So right, moving right. forward. <laughs> How about you? Well, it's been a week. Yeah, busy. Everything can tries to go wrong. <laughs> Time gets away from you. All that good stuff, you know. How's but, the solo chicken houses? <laughs> it's going. Um, I mean, is what it is, but it's yeah. going. We can always make it work. It's just a matter of making it work. You know what I mean? But it does suck being down a guy, but... Sure. Then again, me and Dad have I mean, done it. what were you really on? <laughs> me and Dad have done it together for a long time, so other than both of us having the the time we need, it's it's not that big of a deal. Right. But, um, so I wanted to uh, talk to you about... Um, where have you seen different things changing over the last little bit since we've started the podcast in, in your life and in me and what you see when you're at church, what you see when you're trying to, you know, discipline your kids, anything like that. I know I'm putting you on the spot because you had no clue. No, I didn't have any idea. I kind of... Uh, yeah, <laughs> it might take some, a minute for the old gears to kind of kick in for that one. But, uh, overall, I feel like we've kind of, we've grown a lot. Our, I think our friendship has grown a lot since no. we started this because we were pretty new to one another. I mean, this was just kind of, Hey, you want a podcast? I want a podcast. Let's do right. this. We know I, each other's name. <laughs> I don't even think I had your, your phone number before we started doing this. Yeah. I think I'd messaged you on Messenger. Yeah. So we got started with that, obviously, and I think that's kind of reached a pretty solid point in our lives. I don't know how you feel about it, but it is. I feel like we're pretty good friends now. Uh, in the church, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's what I see is different, and what I hear is different because I'm looking and listening for different things but at the same time not a whole lot has really like drastically changed Mm -hmm. I mean we had the two years of and we've talked about it before of prayer as one of the sermons and that seemed like you know that was obviously a good thing We, Mm -hmm. we really needed that and but overall, I mean, the people, I mean, we have a few new faces in the church and we've lost some faces and I don't know if that's directly, <laughs> I don't know that it's directly affected by us, but, or we've directly affected that. Uh, but it is, I guess it does open your eyes whenever we sit here and we talk about the things that we talk about and the perspective that we have is, is different. You've grown a lot. 
I mean... Is that a fat joke? <laughs> no. In that regard, I have grown significantly. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you've taken on new roles in the church, you know, with the youth group. Because I don't think... You, had you started the youth group when we started this? No. When we first did our... For, I didn't start till school started last year. Oh, so, yeah. I've been so, doing yeah. it about a year now. So, okay. So, you got the youth group and you've got... The men's Bible study that you've undertaken. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we had our first night of that last week, or Monday, Monday I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's things that we need. I mean, right. Our children are getting older, and mm-hmm. they are, I mean, you're going to have a significant amount of youth. Well, it just doubled in the year just from, you know, well, right. What your oldest is in the class now. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the time Joe's kids get there, we'll yeah. have 30. Yeah. All of my kids will make up Justin's whole class. Mm-hmm. So, uh, maybe I'll help you at that point. <laughs> no, no, you'll be wanting to get away from exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> Here, take them. I've had them all day. Yeah. I mean, and the men's, uh, the men's Bible study is definitely something that we even talked about on Monday mm-hmm. as a group. It's something that we need. And that's, that's everywhere though, mm-hmm. you know, the men in this country and I mean, we can start in our own community, right. you know, I'll, I'll call out all the men in the world, in, you know, in our country, in the world to step up and actually be who they're called to be. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Tony Evans has done that with his kingdom man study and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, we as, as men have just kind of let things slide that, Right, shouldn't have. We should have taken up our role a long time ago, and I think we're we have been seeing for years the 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 consequences of that, you know, failure as men. But uh, I think that we're kind of, we could be on a turn too. I think there are enough men now that are like, okay, enough is enough. But we still need that fellowship and the community of other men that feel that way and you know kind of uh, you know get them all on, all of us on the same page that, right. You know, so. right yeah we're, we're definitely at a turning point where it could go really good or it could go really bad yeah and it just makes you wonder if if we'll step up and take care of the job or not right well you know yesterday was september 11th and that right. was 18 years ago, you were, what, 10 years old? <laughs> Close. 11. <laughs> you know, uh, that was so different and so life-changing, in, even in a rural community like ours. It was, I don't know. I mean, well, I, I've, heard, I've heard it said lots of times that, you know, um, they would hate to have another September 11th. But they love to live another September twelfth. Right. You know, we were just so united as a country. It didn't matter color, race, religion, anything like that. We were all Americans, and we was all you know standing together, supporting each other. Yeah. Because I mean, three thousand people lost their lives. That touched everybody across the country. Right. You know, and it's, as as eleven year old, I didn't really grasp it at first, but as you get older and you learn more about it. It's just, it's unreal yeah. that that happened on our soil at this time of where we was at as a country. You know, yeah. no one thought anything like that would happen. Yeah. And then it did. And now, 
18 years later, look at where we're at as a country. Yeah. It's, it's hardly acknowledged why they did it. And it's almost like, eh, it happened. Some yeah. people died. Yeah. Some people did something. Right. And it drives me nuts. Yes. And, you know, we, I don't know. <laughs> I'll get on a soapbox here in a second. <laughs> well, that was me, you know, yesterday. And I hadn't, I don't normally feel the urge to share a lot of things that I see on Facebook because I'm, I'm torn between what I, I like to fact check a lot of things. And a lot of what I see on Facebook is just opinions. And, right. And it's fine. It's what Facebook is for, you know. It was never meant to be anything other than, you know, a social platform. And once you start trying to put restrictions on that, then people get all in a tizzy. But uh, I, did, I did, you know, yesterday I just felt like an overwhelming need to share that the past is is real. And mm-hmm. we haven't forgotten the ones of us that had to, you know, were alive during it and even though we weren't directly affected by what was going on in New York or Washington or Pennsylvania, you know, we were still affected. You know, it, it, it leaves that scar that, you know, from time to time, it kind of, it's like, when, you know, how people who have had a knee surgery or whatever, they can tell you what the weather is going to be like. Because, right. oh, it's going to rain because my knee. It's going to rain in two minutes. I can yeah. feel it. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's one of those scars that when that that date comes around, you can just feel a, mm-hmm. a burden. You know, and it's unfortunate because it's also my wife's birthday. So. Well, then you shouldn't be able to forget it, nope. right? No, you know, I tell her, you know, I'll never forget mm-hmm. your birthday. No. <laughs> yeah, um, and just just I mean, I saw a lot of a lot of different posts of, you know. Yeah, people, and then with being in following the fitness community pretty close, I saw lots of people that climbed the 110 stairs and sure. stuff like that. Some of them in full uh, gear and everything like that. So I mean, there's there's that bunch that hasn't forgotten. That's right. you know wants everyone to remember it because if you don't learn from the past, it'll repeat itself. Yeah, I mean you're the history buff. How yeah. true is that? I mean you can see it even in biblical times mm-hmm. i mean get your stuff straight because if you, if you can't learn from your mistakes your generations after will follow those and make the same mistakes it's right i mean we we went through so much efforts once that happened you know if you go to the airport it takes forever yeah. to get through now yeah yet you see the mainstream media some people did some things some people died yeah. You know, they don't even acknowledge who did That's it. It's not even just the media. Right. That's politicians. That's people exactly. in our... Exactly. Yeah, our, that are running our country. Yeah. Or, you know, we have put in... Well, me and you didn't. No. But have put in <laughs> seats of power. Right. And that's that's part of our job, too, is to stand up and vote for the people that mm-hmm. we feel can get our beliefs through, get our, um, you know, country turned back around. Because... Mm-hmm. It's not headed in a good direction right now. No, and uh, I think we might have gotten off topic of what you were trying to get to, and I apologize, but it is one of those things where we are at a point where we are going to, not just as men standing up, but we're the country is going to have to take what's ours back. Right. Well, 
it's it's our job to stand up in all aspects of our life you yeah. know whether that's family faith mm-hmm. government yeah. you know anything you you, you got to stand for something or yeah. how's song go you'll fall for anything yeah. i mean it goes back to the founding fathers we were here they stood on a belief that we were should have been free and we didn't need mm-hmm. to pay taxes for things that i'm ready for another and, tea party exactly <laughs> well i don't know what we'd have this time but we can We'll figure something out. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let us in the harbor. <laughs> they may not. I learned their lesson. Like I said, history repeats itself. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, there are lots of things that have changed, but um, many things that haven't. So it's just a perspective thing. Right. We, we rewatched the uh, Kingdom in Rising movie for the first night of uh, yeah. Bible study and it was good because not everyone there had yeah had got to see it so I, I'm curious to see what they have thought about it after having some time to digest and everything and I definitely pulled some of the th- same things from it mm-hmm. but definitely got some newer stuff from it too yeah there was a a few things that I don't think I caught the first, the first time. right exactly and that's why I wasn't afraid to watch it again no. because then you know what to expect so it makes you open to newer to, ideas right yeah. exactly and so once again i that son did i ever yell at you oh, why man. are you and their kids that, that got me, again. me every time you know because i i always resort back to that yep and it's like yes i understand their kids but man they mm. wear on my patience <laughs> no yeah that one gets me every time and I'm fearful if Becca ever <laughs> watches that movie because she will be the one and be, Dad, you yell at me all the time. I don't want to yell at you all Sometimes the time. Sometimes that your head's so thick, I have to get loud <laughs> enough for you to look at me. That's right. I hate it. And, you know, there will be times where she'll be crying and all you do is yell at me. I don't, I don't always just yell at you. I'm sure it feels that way. And there are times where even I feel like, well, maybe she's right. Maybe all I do is yell at her. But dad, just put your GoPro on and be like, see, I only yelled at you for 13 seconds, 15 <laughs> times today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if I go that route, I might just have a coronary and fall over and die. So <laughs> have to relive everything you just went through. Exactly. Whatever. But yeah, that one hits me a lot. I, the discipline, disciplining, he asked about the change of discipline, and I wish I could say that it's, it's better, but, and yeah, they are kids, and yeah, you have to have patience, but golly, I don't know that he, you're right, the you're thick-headedness right. Is, mm-hmm. is, is different, so. Yes, sometimes. Another thing that jumped out to me, and I enjoyed it the first time seeing it, was about John Kitna. Yeah, you know, being a, a ball of fire. Well, what have I kept telling you the last few weeks? You know, yeah. be on fire for God. You know, be Peter. Go yeah. out there and do it. And then to see him doing it in the football locker room, it just clicked with me more. Even though I enjoyed it the first time, yep. and was like, all right, yeah, that's what you should do. Then to see it again, you know, after everything I've been reading and what I've been telling you, it just kind of helped cement it again. <clears throat> and I was telling you this morning, I grabbed that. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's a devotional with prayers yeah. in it yeah. um, that Casey had got me a couple of years ago, and I haven't been through it very much. Well, I grabbed it last night, read one, and then grabbed it this morning. And uh, 
you know, it, it, it hit right at home on everything that I had just talked to you about and getting the Bible study going. Right. Um, it's righteous and persuasion. Uh, the verse is Proverbs 29, 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. And then the prayer it has for today was, Guide me, Lord, when I am responsible for launching an activity that requires the participation of others. Help me to exercise energy, enthusiasm, and enlisting their participation. May I study and test ideas so I will be respected as a source of advice. I do not want a discussion to be a contest I, I must win, but rather a validation that I am applying Christian principles to the issues. Remind me that I can be right, yet be ineffective if I fail to act out of love. Allow my tone, temper, and manner to flow from my devotion to your truth. What did I <laughs> what did I get myself into just the other day? You know, yeah. we had our first round of of Bible study and trying to get people to come and get them fired up about it and then I read that today. Yeah. Uh, uh, the outlook is not good. No, <laughs> no it's uh, it'll be a, I mean we talked about it that night. I think mm-hmm. we texted each other again after the Bible study and I mentioned that it's going to be you're going to have to kind of bear with us or whatever. And you said something about being, uh, you know, pushing everybody and, you know, yeah. getting in, you know, getting them on all, all of us on fire. And you're right. And unfortunately I think that this comes with our gender, right? You know, it takes a minute for us to really mm-hmm. get going. And, uh, especially something where, we're asked to be more transparent and more of who we feel. You right. Know, when we start revealing how we feel, men kind of mm-hmm. shut down a little bit, you know. But, you know, you got to give it a little bit of time. Once they start to see, you know, oh, so-and-so is having the same problems or I really feel like I need to share this because somebody else needs to hear it. And once they... I mean, the validation that you, you were just talking about from the Lord, he'll give it to you. And then, you know, maybe right. you'll start getting, seeing a little bit of validation mm-hmm. within the, in the study too. Well, little things like that keep popping up every time I sure. mention something. I, uh, when I first uh, got a hold of Paul about uh, doing the uh, the men's Bible study, we uh, exchanged a few texts. And then that next morning I got the send me Lord yeah, as the verse of the day. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm doing this right. And then reading that this morning, it's like, well, all right, everyone's going to be hard headed. I'm just going to have to keep at it until some, someone breaks or I break or something happens, but I, it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. And I mean, you've already had... just challenged me to learn some more and I don't know. Like mean, on fire. It'll be good for everybody. I mean, not only for everybody that attends, but even for you as a leader. Well, I've learned so much just taking over the the kids, you know, the youth, yeah. and going over that stuff with them and everything like that. It's it's unreal what I've learned, you know, trying to teach them something. Yeah, the youth will definitely put you in your place. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. But, um, I mean, when, when the movie was over the other night and we was sitting there discussing a little bit, um, you talked almost as much as I did. So yeah. I thought, well, Joe's, Joe's already coming out of his shell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 
pretty comfortable around you and I know Tim and right. I know Steven. He's a younger kid, but <laughs> and I know yeah, Bill. Yeah, you think and, I'm young. <laughs> yeah, and I've been around Bill for a while. Uh, really the only, the newest one. You know, I haven't been around him very much, but it's one of those things where you talk about uh, not fitting in with everybody. All those guys, yeah. for the most part, you know, Dusty, Steven, and Bill, they all have something in common. And maybe even a little bit with you more than probably Tim and I, but, you know, you and I have some things in common and Tim and I have fewer things in common and all three of us have probably a few things in common, but we're all not all the, right. not all cut from the same cloth. So, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And that's going to be a good thing for the whole Bible study. For well, like sure. we talked, you know, um, just a different perspective. Someone gets a little something else out of something or has a little bit different life experience when they did something a certain way. You know, we can all grow from that and learn from that. And that that's our goal. And we already had some good ideas with helping in the community and Mm -hmm. different things like that, that I was, I had never thought of it, but yeah, that's a, that's a great idea and something that, you know, get, give the community something to look forward to and um, have a, have a good result come of it. Yeah. There would be, I mean, hope it would probably take some time for right. the community to come around, and maybe not. There, I mean, overall, I think the community is good as well off enough to know that that's what the church should be doing is going out and that's helping. That's exactly what the church should be doing. Yeah, and and not just to make a uh, a spectacle of it. Mm-mm. You know, not to go out and be like, look what we did, look what we did, look no, what we did. No, it's what we should be doing. Exactly. You know, the church we should be, be doing it without accolades. being asked to do it. No, and you should exactly. just go do it. And for me to have not even thought of that, you know, that just shows you what kind it of... It shows you I've where been. the church is at. Right, yeah. And not, I'm not picking on our church, right. but the, the church in general. general. Yeah. Where is the church at? Mm-hmm. You know, that just goes to show that, the, that our country has pushed us so far out of what they want us to be involved in that we can't even think of taking in our own communities. Well, I heard there at one point, it was probably a couple of years ago now, so the stats could be skewed, but there were so many, you know, millions of homeless people. Yeah. There's so many millions of churches that if every church took one homeless person, we wouldn't have any homeless people right. anymore. You know, and that's just unbelievable. But if you think about it, how many churches are right here in this community mm-hmm. off the top of your head? You know, then you get into a bigger place. You know, they're they're everywhere. And mm-hmm. that's what we should be doing. We should be taking care of the children, the widows, the unfortunate, you know. That's everybody, yeah. It's what we've been told to do. We've, we've changed church into so much man-made instead mm-hmm. of being the body of the church like Christ wanted us to be. Yeah. We try to be too much of the head, and right. that's not what we are. <laughs> Art, I mean, going over this, we're, we're really working on being um, disciples disciples of Jesus and what he was trying to teach his disciples, and we keep going over, you know, Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve us, right? and we were to be as Jesus-like as possible. So we need to be stepping out on Lynn and serving. You know, not because we can get a pat on the back, not because we can get a high five, but because that's our job and that's what we're supposed to do. Right. And we're supposed to do it with humility and get down on our knees and do it. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, mentioned it Monday night, 
we tend to forget what Jesus did while he was here mm-hmm. to prove that he was who he was. Right. You know, we all jump to the end of his story, you know, sacrificing himself on the cross and his resurrection. We focus on that. We don't focus too much on the miracles that he did or the serving that he did, you know, to to build up mm-hmm. who he was so that people could see how to live their life. He didn't just... Because what would have it what would it have meant for somebody just to show up one day and be like, "I'm gonna die on the cross for all of you." Mm-hmm. I didn't mean diddly. I mean because there were two other guys up there that were, right. you know, dying too. So it wouldn't have meant anything. But somebody who went around performing miracles, serving his community, right? You know, and showing. And, and who did Jesus put himself with? Exactly. He put yeah. himself with the lowest of the low of that time. You know, mm-hmm. the fishermen, you know, they got talking like a sailor for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what he, who he went to first. Yep. And then he was all the time talking to somebody or touching somebody or helping somebody that would deem him unclean or he shouldn't be doing that. Yet there he was doing it, showing that it exactly. doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, he was a king, but he didn't hang out with kings. No. You know, because that wouldn't have proven anything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done anything. Right. Nobody would have thought any different. Oh, yeah. Another royalty guy. Big deal. And it just shows you that you you don't need to have all the the gumption that you can do it. Yeah. If you just go out there and you're doing what you're led to do, then your tools will be provided. Mm-hmm. And just just do it. It goes back to what Kittner was saying, you know, whatever you do, you do as you would mm-hmm. into the Lord, you know. Even if it's a job you hate, if that's not you know, if God has something for you there, you do as you would as you were serving the Lord. Who so. knows, you might be able to witness to somebody who you work with or come in contact with at that job and that's the reason why you're there absolutely i mean i don't know how many times in a factory whenever i worked in a factory looking around at everybody and just long faces depressed and mad and angry at life and not wanting you know always just hating everything and that you know you got to be careful that'll wear on you too but uh then you speak to a couple of guys about Jesus and you know going to church and you know reading scripture and then you find out that there's a guy who's you know working the uh, tools that he's got the Bible app in his ear and he just has it read to him all day right and it's like well that's what do you <laughs> you know these are people that and unfortunately they almost feel ashamed of right you know being with Christ all the time, reading their Bible or having, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with having the the Bible read to you every day. And I mean, how great is that? Right. He's not listening to some junk on the news or some junky music that doesn't make any sense or mm-hmm. anything. He's getting, he's getting fed, mm-hmm. you know, he's Absolutely. getting what he needs for the day. And hopefully, you know, that kind of stuff starts to transition to, well, this is, dude, you got to check out this scripture I just heard, mm-hmm. you know, and then, holy cow, you know, you know, you never I know. I needed that. That's exactly what I need to hear. Yeah, exactly. How do you get that app on your phone? How can I do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and those things are exactly what God would have us to do. 
you know, watching the movie, it just, it always brings me back to just how different things could be. I mean, I know he doesn't go into how his, his dad turned everything around, but his dad was a spiritual leader in the house and led him and just look at how many lives are being touched now. Right. From just his dad leading them to church. And then, I mean, I know the movie wasn't very well known in this area. Right. You know, if, if I hadn't heard about it, I don't know that anyone from the church would have went. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I do listen to his podcast, and he advertised it quite a bit on there. So to hear that and then us go, and I kept double-checking with you. It's like, are you sure it's playing? I haven't heard anything <laughs> about it. Maybe you know, maybe they canceled it. Yeah. And we get up there, and it's just it's packed. Yeah. So just the outreach that it had those two days in Joplin in our area. Yep. I can't imagine what it had worldwide or in texas and in baltimore where he's from and where he's at yeah you know so i mean just just his dad turning his life around leading his family church has touched how many people because now you have uh tony evans Mm -hmm. you have his son who's singer you have his other son who's chaplain for the dallas cowboys you have his daughter priscilla shire who's doing (laughs) all kinds of stuff for the women and in the christian movies and everything like that and not to mention the uh, other people that I don't really know that he has no- known yeah. and influenced that are singing or doing their own thing. It's yeah. just, it's unreal the people that have been touched because his dad made a decision to follow Christ. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we're called. You know, that's the, for men, that's our calling. We're meant to be the leaders of the household. So, I mean, when. What's the statistic? Like, if you if the male gets saved, like ninety six percent. Yeah, it's up there in the nineties. Then if it's the mother, it's it drops uh-huh, drops to down into the low seventies. And then if it's the kids, it's it's below fifty percent. Yeah, and just shows you how how the the head of the house's job is to to lead lead yeah. and lead them as Christ like as possible. Get them to church. Get them to study in the Bible. Teach them how to read the Bible. And if that doesn't happen, then your kids really, it's up in the air. It's a flip of a coin on whether they're going to figure it out on their own or not. Yeah. I mean, you can, and there are, obviously there were cases in the movie where, you know, there were men who grew up without fathers and Mm -hmm. still came to Christ, but you can't count on that. No. Why why would you even throw that out to chance? No. Yeah. That's just... It's not worth it to know what eternity, you know, what eternity holds, you know, I don't, we have always, we've, we've done a show, you know, talking about legacy and we right. want to leave a, a legacy and that's ultimate goal. Our children, you know, they're the beginning of that legacy, you know, after we've shared everything that we can and tried to establish a, a strong foundation, it's up to them to carry on mm-hmm. from there. You know, hopefully their kids will pick up on it, but it starts with us and carries over to them. Absolutely. And, you know, he he keeps making that point where you just go and do. Mm -hmm. And we have talked with each other about this, you know, if it helps one person, whether that one person's us or if it's somebody else that hears it, sees it or whatever. Well, look what the one person did there. Yeah. So if you can just hit that one person who gets on fire that can change something, 
it, it wouldn't take long if everyone just got a hold of one person. Right. Well, I mean, you, you, we was talking about Joe Kitna, mm-hmm. you know. He showed up in the locker room. Right. He changed walked. the atmosphere of the yeah. locker room just like that from playing his music. Playing his music, yeah. The people started out yelling at him to turn it down. He said, no, I'm not. this is what I want to listen to. And by the end of the season, right. and people he was, were trying you know, to hey, move to this you. is what I want to listen to. This is what you should be listening to. Your stuff's no good. It's bad for you. Yeah. You don't need that in your head. Listen to this. You know, he didn't back down. No. No. Yeah. And by the end of it, there were people, you know, trying to move closer to Joe and that just got them closer to Jesus and mm-hmm. God, you know. It wasn't just it wasn't what a, it wasn't for Joe Kitna. It was what Joe Kitna was doing for the Lord. So. Right. And you know, they brought up Tony Dungy and when he first got into the NFL, that coach. Yeah. You know, knocked on his door and said, "Hey, what are you reading?" "Well, I'm reading my playbook." "No, no, what are you reading in the Bible?" It's like, "Well, I'm reading the playbook right now, coach. I'm a rookie. I'm trying to yeah. Get to, and he's like, no, you need to come to Bible study with us. Come to Bible study with us. Yeah. That's what your first priority. Yeah. And to just see what he has done. Oh, yeah. With his life after that and just knowing that. And he was the most personable coach I think anyone's ever talked about so far. He didn't yell at him. He didn't talk down to him. You know, he just coached in a nice, easy manner. And I know he wasn't a coach for very long in the league, but right. still long enough that yeah. he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, so I mean, I first African American to mm-hmm. win, uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it helps when Peyton Manning's your quarterback. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, you know, he, he he took that to heart. Yeah, from there and never let it go. Right. And how many times do we think that we should be doing something else when our number one priority should be reading the Bible, learning, being in prayer? You know, trying to trying to let lean on Him instead of doing it on our on our own. Yeah. I mean, we're so caught up in what we can do for ourselves. We don't really tend to think about how we can serve, better serve Jesus or where we should be at in our personal walk with him. So, yeah, we're always thinking about ourselves as yeah. a whole. Not selfish, just men, but people. Selfish humans. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, I think they're... Uh, I was going to say, I thought the, my girls had asked something about money, and I was like, that's just... That's the way the world works. Mm-hmm. We put money and our own personal desires above anything else. And right. that tends to be, it's very destructive. But Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it does make the world turn and you need it to. Yeah. But, I mean, we've talked about it more than once. If he's going to take care of the sparrow, right. he's going to take care of you. Right. Now. It might not be exactly how you want to be taken no, care of. It's never. <laughs> but as, as long as you're you're making it to the next day, then you're then you're fine. Because yeah. I mean, they when they first started, you know, after Jesus had had came back and and talked to him and then left again, told them to you know start the church. They just combined everything, sold off everything, yeah. and just went to living for God, and that's what they was doing. Yeah. And we get so caught up in material things, it's not even funny. Rules and everything right. yeah. And just when what really matters. Yeah. I mean, some clothes, some food, and roof over our head, some water. That's really all that matters. We exactly. don't need to fancy this or fancy that. And mm-hmm. we, I myself have been guilty of that more than once. Oh, yeah. Um, Hands in the air, you bet. And that's just, that's just the world getting to us. But... 
I mean, you learn from your mistakes and you and you go on from there. Sure. And I do believe that if you uh, you listen and and you put trust in Him, that He'll He'll guide you in the way that you need to go, and it's not going to be fun or easy or anything like that, but. It, it'll pay off in the end, whether you see it here on earth or if you see it in heaven. Right. There's the, you know, too many times we try to find what, what is uh, the purpose of things right away. We like instant gratification. That's mm-hmm. why fast food is so popular. That's why, you know. Double cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> that's why everything that can happen in a, in a millisecond mm-hmm. is so popular. And six the, minute abs. The best thing that the best things in life don't always happen right. overnight. You know, uh, you can attest to that. And you know, whenever you're praying for somebody to get to get salvation, or you talk to somebody and you try to plant that seed, you know, seeds don't just sprout up a crop overnight it takes time it takes mm-hmm. water it takes nurturing and sometimes we it don't even get effort to, yeah and sometimes we don't even get to see the end result mm-hmm. and we shouldn't expect to sometimes we just need to be like i'm okay with just planting that seed and right. walking away because god will put whoever that person needs in their life mm-hmm. to water it to nurture it to make it grow and as long as we do our part to say i'm okay you know and humble enough to just this is all i'm supposed to do i don't need to keep going back to it if god says just go speak and leave it at that then that's what we need to do now if he tells you to go back the next day and water it then yeah then honestly there's more to our job Mm -hmm. but we have to be humble and just know that whatever he asks us to do we have to be okay with that and not try to outwork god because (laughs) that never works and how many how many times do you get nudge to do something and you just kind of push it off right and then you think back well i missed that opportunity uh and then it's just like man i had it i should have done it why did i do it why were my feet glued still why why didn't i just just do it Mm -hmm. and it's i wouldn't say it's every day but you know some little things like that happen all the time whether it's you know text so-and-so or give so-and-so a call or hey maybe you should do this yeah or Maybe go do this. It's like, well, is that is that all in my head or or what? Right. I mean, and you can blame it on the world or whatever. I mean, a lot of it comes from uh, Satan putting the doubt mm-hmm. in your mind and then you running with it. I mean, he doesn't have to do a whole lot of work either. All he has to do is plant a little bit of, of a doubt seed or, you know. I've been dealing with that a lot since probably last Thursday after we talked on the podcast, it's just like, am I supposed to be doing this Bible study? Am I supposed to be doing this? Why am I doing this? Yeah. Well, and you knew that was going to happen. Uh-huh. We even talked about it. It's like, if he, if he has a foothold, he's going to run with it. Mm-hmm. He, it doesn't need, he doesn't need much. You know, we just have to be on guard and sometimes, okay, you can have the foothold, but as long as you're on, you, know, you can keep him, mm-hmm. you know, no, you know, you can hold on to it for as long as you want to, but if I don't give you any more, then right. maybe I can beat you. And not only by yourself, obviously, but mm-hmm. you know, well, just like reading in that devotional, you know, yeah. today that's a little bit reaffirming that now 
Exactly. Do it. <laughs> I told you to do it. Do it. <laughs> you just worry about what he has for you, and he'll handle it. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Paul says that he uh, was pray, praying for somebody for a long time, and then I guess he had been real busy, and he's like, I don't know. And he went to that guy and was talking to him, and he said it was just like the Lord took over. The Lord took his whole message mm-hmm. and just ran with it. And then the next time Paul had to do something similar, he said he wasn't tired enough, and or he says that he'll go and he's like, oh, I don't know how it worked. And Bill was like, Well, you just weren't tired enough. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> more uh, tired. The Lord would take over and let him mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> that's that's what I've been trying to do because I I want it to. I want it to be authentic. I want it to be God yeah. working. Be real, and, yeah. And so I think that that worries me more than anything that I'm getting ahead of ahead of schedule. But yeah, I mean, then again, you got to do it, and you got to step up, and you got to take that step. Because another thing that we've been doing in youth group and reading, everything that's been going on has been you have to take that first step of faith. You know, the covenant crossing the Jordan. They yeah. had to walk out in the water to begin with before it parted. You know, uh, Moses raised his staff before the – they didn't just see it parting and like, oh, we're going to get across. You know, some action had to yeah. been done. Yep. And so just got to take that leap of faith, I guess. Yeah, you got to jump out on both lid. feet, right? Mm-hmm. Head yeah. first. <laughs> Head first, huh? I don't know how that would have worked out for him, but maybe hopefully they could have swam. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what about you? What have you seen change in our since we started this, and how have things changed for you? Or? I've had a lot of changes. No, uh, you haven't had any changes. Yeah, it's 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 night and day from where I was at a year ago to now. If I actually sit back and get a look. If I just take a quick glance, it's like, well, eh, nothing really seems to change, but um, it has. Just, I don't know. I had a buddy message me the other day and asked me um, how me and Casey were doing. And I hadn't even gave that much thought. I said, we're, we're doing pretty good. I mean, I'm sure she still has her moments, and I know I have my moments at times, but mm-hmm. overall, you know, I think we're, we're doing pretty good. And he made the statement about, you know, that would tear a, tear a lot of marriages apart. Hmm. And it made me sit back and think. It's like, well, yeah, maybe. But I think we do a good job of putting our faith in God and putting him first and trying to support each other in, in every aspect. Um, yeah, moments we add each other. But that sure. just comes with being around each other 24-7, you know, <laughs> and, and not seeing eye to eye because, well... Or male and female. What yeah. male and female sees eye to eye yeah. <laughs> over anything. Um, but honestly, I'd say we're probably better than we ever have been. You know, and I hadn't really gave that much thought until he said that. And it's just like, well, you know, I honestly think we are. Yeah. And so to so to feel that after everything we've went through, you know, that's that's God's hand working there. Absolutely. And. And to see what stuff Remy talks or says, yeah, she she does a lot more talking to to Casey about it than than me. Um, but the different things that she said, school, you know, uh, 
and we was watching a we was watching some Halloween show last night, and they were making fun of a square pumpkin, and she said that's not nice. They're being mean. I said, yeah, they are. I said, it's not how we are. No, they must not know Jesus. <laughs> and to just hear her say that, you know, it's just like, well, she's she's learning something or she's feeling something about it, and and so I I guess we're doing a good job of of getting them to church where they they want to come and they want to learn then the teachers are are getting something in in her little head you know <laughs> so that's that's definitely I mean I know you got kids that are older but that's new having having you know almost grown up conversations about sure, stuff yeah. like that um then there's Sadie, but that's that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, I talked yeah. about Becca. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't Tempest calling her little Becca the other yeah. day? Uh, Casey was like, Don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no knowing how to how to sit down and and listen to a message and and know that it, it might not be the message for you. Yeah. But it's being spoken for a reason, and right. maybe it's for you to be able to say it to somebody else, or maybe it's just somebody else in there that needs to hear it that day. That you know you're going to grow and have an open mind about it, but it's not necessarily for you every single time. Right, has been a little bit better, uh, just because it's not like, well, am I not getting something or or what? Right, and. And this has definitely held me more accountable at trying to grow and learn. Um, I get pretty aggravated um, with that new Bible we got. Um, I'm not in my Bible app on my phone very much. Mm-hmm. So it only says I've been in there like 103 days on the year. And, uh, you know, only like three perfect weeks. And why does that make me mad? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> I've done I'm it a lot better Bible, than that. Just because I'm not on you. <laughs> right, exactly. And so I don't know if that's just a stupid little OCD in right. my head thing. And no, I've been in the Bible more than that. Sure don't you cheat no, me. I'm sure it has nothing to do with your competitive nature or anything like that. So I'm not competitive at all. Yeah, not at all. No. <laughs> uh, so I, that's that's been going going pretty good i'd say that's probably better than it that was sure was last year um definitely still areas i need to need to work yeah. on and everything um i think maybe we're starting to figure this thing out yeah you know we're starting to come together the sound and technology has been the biggest problem for us so far i feel like we always seem to be able to talk about something yeah. i mean this week we didn't even talk about what we was gonna do we didn't even talk till this morning if we were still gonna do the podcast but it, it just seems easier the yeah. more we do it seems easier and i know that's probably just being comfortable with everything we got to do but hopefully that's because we're doing it the right way too yeah it's not just us finding a uh our comfort zone and sticking into it but it, hopefully it's kind of Right, doing exactly what God is asking us to do. Usually, throughout the week, once we get one done, I just I start praying and thinking, you know, what what should we talk about? And nothing had really came in my head this week. Um, and that really wasn't what I was going to tell you when I sat down here. And then I did. I was, and then that's kind of funny because we end up talking about it. I was going to 
talk about uh, September 11th. Oh, yeah. And then we did anyway. Kind of, you know. But it's just, it's funny how things work. Sure. Yeah, and how I we're mean, led one way or the other. I was kind of wondering if we would do kind of a retrospect show on September 11th. And it was funny how that just kind of mm-hmm. came into the conversation. And I think if we, it sounds like if we were going to just talk about that, that we'd have our own, we'd have a pretty good soapbox to stand on, you know, but it's things like that, that whenever they come to mind and they're natural there, mm-hmm. that's just because that's either, you know, probably what God would have us to talk about because there's no really any other explanation if we were both thinking it, but never really said anything about right. it. It just happened to be, okay, mm-hmm. you guys need to hit this, talk about it in a minute, you know? And I think that's kind of a justification to, for him or, or validation for him so that whenever we get here and we're both completely clueless about what we're going to talk about and we just sit down and start having a conversation, what he would have us talk about, we talk about right right and i i don't have anything wrong with you know having a structure or, no. or anything like that because it's not like we have a script wrote out joe's no. gonna say this at this time yeah <laughs> and, and but as far as you know everything else that i've seen um i feel like i'm getting more comfortable with teaching the youth group and being able to i don't know get get across what needs to be gotten across and that kind of thing, I feel like um, they might tell you something different. They might tell you I'm a terrible teacher or something like that. I don't that. think so. Um, and now that uh, Casey has joined me with it, you know, it's nice having someone else that's can help me with the, the study. Sure. You know, and bring her own input because she she sometimes sees, sees the stuff a little bit differently. And, you know... Well, like we had talked about for the men's Bible study, you know, she just sees it in a little bit different light. It's yeah. Like, oh, I didn't think of that. Or no, I didn't know that. And just brings up different questions as far as, hey, this is kind of what I thought. Not exactly where you was going with it. Right. You might be right there, you know, and then we'll like that one day we was able to just she got on gotquestions.org and mm-hmm. I would just read it and then she would read that and then we'd read some more and, until we didn't have any questions, you know, so that was, that was nice, especially it gives us time to try to grow together and learn right. off of each other. And having a the youth group, you have very curious minds anyway, mm-hmm. and then having on top of that, having a mixed, you know, group. And just, just seeing them start to open up and talk sure. more and read more in the last year. And then how their answers have changed and everything. You can see that they're getting something from it, either from here or somewhere else. Right. You know, I know they most of them go to the FCA if their school has it, so that's good. Yeah. Kaya just went yesterday is when Castville Middle School that, has their FCA. I know she was so excited last week. She's like, our school has FCA. <laughs> she went yesterday. She had to be at school at 7 a.m., which no big deal. But uh, I asked her, I said... Was there a big turnout? Was there a lot of people? You know, what did you guys talk about? What do you guys do? You know, trying to get some. Mm-hmm. And she was very excited about it. She said there was a huge turnout. Good. Uh, the principal or whoever runs it was 
Like this is the this is probably record breaking as far as how many kids we have here. That's awesome. Yeah, and they had a great devotion and a good discussion, good fellowship, and everything. So, I mean, that's good for the youth. That right. They can find a place even at school mm-hmm. to to have that meeting and to get with people like minded and you know, and not feel so out of place. You know, right. being a teenager is so difficult, and uh, being able to find common ground is a good thing no absolutely and and to get that instilled yeah at that age you know that i guess i should say good common ground because you don't want to get common ground with troublemakers but (laughs) right right but i mean i remember going in junior high and stuff but i remember going to the cu at the pole in high school but i don't really remember us doing anything i know they have a good fca now yeah um, but as far as when I was going, I, I don't know if I was just not going to it cause I didn't want to, or there really wasn't, or there was no one, you know, leading it That's or kinda, what was going on. I, I don't remember there being an FCA whenever I was in high school here in Wheaton, whenever I was in a freshman or eighth grade somewhere in there, I was still attending Exeter and I went to one, and the only reason I went was because I was invited by the director of it. Mm -hmm. And even then, I didn't know what FCA. I think there might have been maybe five of us in there. Right. But, I mean, a smaller school, and Mm -hmm. I think they were just trying to get it started. Right. Which was good, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a... It's a good program, and I'm not sure if they still have it there or not. I hope so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. The see you at the pole thing I might have did a couple of times. I think it's usually in September, so it wasn't too long after school started. Mm-hmm. And there would be a handful of kids. You know, I think at Exeter there was probably maybe 10, 20 kids who did it. Wasn't not the whole school? And pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But uh, I think we might have done it once at Wheaton, or maybe mm-hmm. I didn't know about it then. And then I helped with it a few years ago whenever uh, Paul said that they were bringing food or mm-hmm. something to the kids out there, and I took some, I went out there and helped with that. There was a good turnout then. Right. I mean, yeah, there was a good turnout the other week when we went. Yeah. Oh, did they have it already this year? See you at the pool? Oh, not, no. I was oh, talking, talking about FCA. FCA sorry. Yeah. No, I haven't been to the FCA mornings here because it's just, I live too far away. Right, you do now. <laughs> yeah, and we we made it that one week. I don't know. We'll, we'll try to make some more. But it's just, it's difficult dropping the kids off and then trying to get over here at that yeah. time. Yeah, no, I've heard really good things that there, there are a lot of kids at this one. And I've heard, you know, it's kind of like uh, the tide. You mm-hmm. have a whole lot sometimes, and then you won't have right. very much at another time. But I think that's kind of what the way it works. Mm-hmm. You know, you get some kids who invite, and some kids who right kind of have that desire all the time. Well, and those are they're losing. kids; they don't want to get out of their comfort zone. They don't want to, you know. Right. I mean, and at that age, it's all about who they can impress. Exactly. You know. One week, so and so may be dating 
whoever is there and the next week they're not and they don't want to be around them so they won't go to FCA or whatever. Right. I hate to put it in that perspective but mm-hmm. I mean that's teenage drama. hormones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, just just trying to you know, be open with them and and teach them you know, how how to deal with that. You know, and that's one reason why I want to do something about discipleship so much just because they need to be discipled plus they're in the right area for it. They're around all their different people yeah. all day long, you know, yeah. for the next eight months or whatever it is. They have the opportunity to, and maybe even if they don't step out of their comfort zone, maybe they'll be grounded enough that they won't go the wrong direction yeah, they, or they'll second think some things. or need to take the... The loners under the, their wing and kind of mm-hmm. whenever I was in high school, especially whenever I moved back here, I didn't really have, you know, everybody has a click that kind of part of, but I just kind of floated between whatever group. I never really was a popular kid. I was never really one of the unpopular kids or a nerdy kid or athlete. Or, you know, I just kind of right. just moved amongst everybody. So if you can be that kind of person and have a good word and a good message, think about that. Right. I mean, if you only stick to what you know, mm-hmm. if you're only the popular kid who happens to be you know, on fire for the Lord, then you're only going to reach the popular kids. Right. I mean, hopefully not, but that's the way it would mm-hmm. probably play out. If you were only an athlete and right. you only hung out with athletes and you only talked about you know, Jesus with athletes, you know, or you might let that group influence you and then you don't talk about nothing. That's and also just, true. You know? Yeah. I mean, we go back to, we'll go back to Joe Kitna again, mm-hmm. because one of the first things that he did whenever he thought he was starting his ministry was going to a strip club with right. because the team. He, he's like, Oh, I sat in the back. I didn't, you know, I didn't participate. I, I wanted to, you know, Make him think I was one of the guys. Yeah. He wasn't trying to be different. He was trying to, you know, he thought that just by being around him. He had to fit them, in. Yeah. He had yeah. to fit in to be able to. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. He had that guy come up to him and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. First thing, he had a guy <laughs> that held him accountable. And Yeah, exactly. Somebody who is like, no, this isn't, mm-hmm. you don't have to do this. No. You do your thing and they'll see it. Exactly. But that goes with uh, one of the things that stuck out this time was not being not running from the culture but being no. within the culture right you know we're not putting your your flavor on the culture exactly you know we can swim against the current but we're still in the current mm-hmm. you know uh be different but you don't being different doesn't say okay i'm different i'm gonna go stand over here now no being you can be different and still be around the same mm-hmm. people and be a positive influence to those but when they're you. doing something else they're like no i don't do that you exactly. shouldn't either exactly not be the follower mm-hmm. be the leader right within you know what's around exactly so no no absolutely i got that out of there too and they they talked you know how do you, how do you uh not be a weirdo <laughs> yeah. you know and now how do you how do you come off normal yeah, on fire for God, and that's just what it is. You yeah. know, you just you're you. Yeah. If you enjoy doing, you know, like me lifting weights, I mean, I'm going to go to the gym. A lot of gyms have some guys that are pretty rough. Yeah. You know, 
and I know some of them. Yeah. But they know not to play certain music around me, or if they do, they hurry up and change it, or... Sure. You know. And then again, sometimes they leave it on, and they, they're singing along to it, and they'll see me, and they leave it on, but they don't sing along <laughs> to it in front Or they'll talk to me, and they'll try not to say certain things in front of me. Or they just they just accept it. Yeah. You know, they, they don't. And I know some of them who have actually tried to change what they're listening to because of that, you know, and different things. And because, I guess, just me being around them and knowing I don't care for it right. has opened their eyes a little bit that I don't have to be so hard all the time. Right. It's, it's one thing to have a mindset, but it's another thing to let that dictate your whole entire life. Yeah. And just being that positive, you know, aspect of their life mm-hmm. can... You know, it may not, you, again, it goes back to not seeing an immediate change. Right. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And over time, right. you know, soften up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, absolutely. Well, it looks like we're about at, about at time, Joe. So, I think we'll bring this one in for a landing this week. You know how to fly? Nope. Making it up as I go, you know me. <laughs> Um, well, then I guess we hope we know how to land if you don't know how to fly. <laughs> True. True. I don't want to oh, crash this thing. No, not really. <laughs> Make sure it's saved before we crash it, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Fight this thing again. Here we go. <laughs> well, um, Follow us on social media. That's right. We're on everything. Give us a, a review and a follow and a subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean. All your favorite apps. Yeah. Anything you can listen to, you can listen to us on. um, I think we're going to try Candy Crush next. (laughs) Okay. If that gets us something, then I'm all for it. Trying to convince Joe to do YouTube. Do YouTube. We'll see. But, um, yeah. uh, Reach out. Share it. Tell me so I can comb my hair. (laughs) Yeah. Share it. That way, you know, we can reach somebody who might need to hear this. Absolutely. Um, Don't be hoarding us. That's right. Share. Go out there and do humbly respectfully yeah or you can just be a jerk and throw it at people and be like listen to this shove it down their throats i'm okay with that yeah put this in your ear Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, all right until next week we'll see you